Look, I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Get it, get it. Hate means I do something. Hey, 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 what's going on, peeps? Oh, I know, I know. Here we are. Gap Cell Keenan 59. It has been a long, long time since we've done one of these. I think people started getting scared. That's what I think. I think people started getting scared. They're like, I can't do this. I'm not going in there. But we are doing one. We are working. Uh, well, wait, before I go into that, how many of you guys have missed this? You guys missed these? You guys missing these? I want to do more. So even before I get started, if you have something that you think a sales growth company needs, any product or service, and you want to sell me, DM me, and we will get you on one of these. And if you have a product or service that we need because you found a problem that we have that you can solve, we will buy. We will buy. That's the cool part. So if you find a problem that we have, we'll buy. If not, you're going to get coached by me on how to do that better in the future. So this is, for those of you who don't know, it's a live show. It's a live sales call with a real salesperson from a real sales company, from a real company that is a real product and service that they want me to buy. And so uh, our boy today is going to have to find out if I have any of the problems that his product or service can solve. And if we do, and they're big enough, I'm going to buy his stuff. If not, I'm not. And that's how sales works. That's how sales works. You got to find a problem. So we have a cat from uh, Leader. L-E-A-D-R, no E, leader. And I'm going to invite him now. His name is Bryce Clark. Bryce, What's my going man. on? Well, hey, Keenan. Glad to be here. Honored to be here. This will be fun. You excited? Oh, I'm jazzed to get to learn from you and do this real time. It's awesome. I got I got put up here by one of the peeps at my company. So I'm hoping we can we can do him justice. Shout All out. Right. So wait, so someone else had a chance. So like, tell everybody the story how you got here, because in itself, and if he's listening, he's not gonna like what I have to say. But he punked out, and I wouldn't hire. I'd fire his ass, or I wouldn't hire that person. Come on, man, we need people with courage who want to get shit done. So tell everybody how you got here. One, yeah, uh, he's great. So don't let's not fire him because I'm sure our whole team's watching. Um, but he reached out and was prospecting um, and doing. Re- I mean, reaching out to I think it was Brady via LinkedIn. And said, "Hey, would love to demo the product and show you what we're doing, um, and you know, see if there's a need." And uh, she messaged back, said, "Let's do a let's do a live uh, live call, a live gap set with Keenan." And he to to uh, be fair, he had just joined and he was already reaching out to people, and it was like a weekend. And I think we were going to do this like two three weeks later. And he's like, he reached out to me, said, "Hey, do you want to do this? Got this opportunity?" And I said. Why not? Let's jump in and let's learn from Keenan. I first I really said, who is this Keenan guy? So I had to watch some of your YouTubes and then I found out who you were. And I was like, let's go. Let's 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 take on the challenge. So that's how it happened. All right. So I'm gonna use this a moment to coach all salespeople in the country and sales leaders in particular. Okay, now, and your boy, you don't gonna say his name or nothing, okay? But your boy punked out. And let me show you how. If your organization had basically said he was ready to start calling prospects and clients and potential customers to do a demo or to get them interested and sell it, then he is better be ready to come on and sell in public. 
But what he did is he gave away an opportunity because he was afraid of being, of doing a bad job, afraid of failing. So I equate that to the kid who the coach says, hey, man, you know, our head, uh, our quarterback just went down, get in. He's like, oh, I'm not ready. I just joined the team. I'm not ready. You better put somebody else in. No way. That is not the way you win in life. You take those opportunities given to you. And if you fail, you fail, but you take them. Fail forward. Come on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and he missed the part that you're getting is if he did fail, think about how much he would have learned directly. But he, yeah. he didn't. He had a chance to go into the game and he didn't take it. And that, everybody, you can't go through life that way. You cannot. And Bryce is a nice guy. He's backing the dude up. But no. Life gives you an opportunity, whether you're ready or not, fucking grab it and get the most out of it you can. So with that, you're the winner, winner, turkey dinner, Mr. Clark. You have 15 minutes to try to find a problem that, I, well, that ASG has. And then uh, if you can find that problem and show us how you fix it, then we're going to buy it. If not, well, it is what it is. So uh, do you want to take a minute to tell everybody a little bit about your product for context? Yeah. So leader is a people CRM. We help uh, business leaders turn managers into leaders and employees into rock stars. We practically do that through a coaching platform for one-on-ones, feedback loops, learning content and goals. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. He did read the book, everybody. James Fox, according to him. He I read it on an airplane. It was great. All right. All right. Have it, brother. Awesome. Uh, thanks for jumping on Keenan. I saw that you had recently acquired uh, Noted Analytics. Congrats on, congrats on that. Thank you. Thank uh, how's, the team, how's the team changed uh, when you acquired? How many more people did you add? None. None. We just kept the original team. Great. How many people total on the team? Just three. Three developers. Three developers uh, across uh, a sales growth company and, and uh, a Noted Analytics. How nope, many did you just, have? Just on the Noted Analytics side. You had three. Yep. And how many on, on your sales growth company? Are you at now? Nine, 10, nine or 10. Nine or 10. Yeah. Right. Yep. And uh, it sounds like uh, Brady uh, manages everyone. Is that true? Or do you have another manager? Yeah, yeah me or Brady. We got to get better at that. But yeah, Brady and I. Uh -huh. So <laughs> can you tell me more when you say you need to get better? <laughs> better well, yeah. So, so some people report on a hierarchy directly to Brady and some report directly to me. But, you know, we're small companies, so everybody gets involved in providing support and direction. And sometimes we can confuse them because, you know, they're getting feedback or direction from both of us. How does that confusion play out in, in the business day to day? Sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll provide guidance or, or direction or feedback and then Brady does it. And sometimes it could be contradictory. Mm. Sounds like, yeah, that's, uh, uh, that might be hard for your employees on the front lines. What, if you don't mind me asking, like, what would be, what would you say right now the effectiveness is of, uh, your structure right now that you have with Brady? And even as you look to grow in the next couple of years, I'd love to hear your growth plans, but what would you rate the effectiveness of kind of the way the culture and, and the reporting structure is right now on a one to 10? Our culture is a tough culture. Tough. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah. So we have something called the freedom box. Okay. So our culture okay. is what we call complete flexibility, complete accountability. 
So people have the ability to to work whenever they want from wherever they want. Let's say you work for me and you call me up and say, I'm going to go down to Mexico for six months and work. As long as you can get your job done, fucking go have a great time down in Mexico. I don't care. Okay. Um, if you decide to me, you call, if someone calls me up one day and says, hey, I think I'm going to try this. Okay. Great. Try it. Do whatever you want. Whatever you need to do to get your job done, you can do. And that's what we call the freedom box. Now, it's a box because you can't just decide without talking to anybody that you're going to spend 200K on something. Like, nah, 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 that's outside of your box, right? But within the box, they're pretty big. Like, you can you can do whatever you want. You can get whatever software you want with a small reason. You can, let's say we have outreach, right? You can build your own um, uh sequences. You can ask someone to build the sequences. You can work with Brady to build the sequences. You can be funny. You can like, we'll give you all the freedom in the world to do what you want to do. Right. However, you are 100% held accountable to your decisions. And what I have learned in my old age is people love fucking flexibility. They fucking hate accountability. They hate it. And when you start saying, hey, you're not on your numbers, you're not delivering this. Well, it was this, it was that. No, 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 no. No, it's you because we gave you choice. What we don't do is tell you what to do. And then you don't do it. You're like, well, it's not my fault. He told me to do it. It's their plan. It's it's their um, sequence. It's their this. I, I'm just doing what I'm told to do. I don't want people to come work for us who just do what they're told to do. We want people who think, who are creative thinkers, who are critical thinkers, who want to go out and take ownership of the goals and objectives, ownership of their job, and then deliver on those expectations. So that's the culture in the, um, uh, that's the culture, excuse me, the culture of the organization. How, you know, how have you seen people come in? Like, how do they respond to that type of culture? Do you see the like, are you keeping people and, and people love that culture? Or you just shared that it sounds no, like. No, people don't love that culture. So everybody loves it okay. when they interview. Everybody loves it when they interview. Okay. Everybody, I'd say um, some of my team's watching. I love what Rachel said. She goes, all the freedom to hang ourselves too, LOL. So uh-huh. I, I don't know. I would say 50%, guessing 50% of the people come in here and fucking crumble, crumble under the, what they call the pressure. Because literally we believe every, we. I treat this organization like a football team or a, a sports team. And maybe it's because I played sports growing up, right? It does You cannot build a sports team if the coach has to tell the the player when to shoot, when to throw the ball, how to get like – he can help them practice and provide guidance. But when they get out there, they've got to do it themselves. And if they can't catch the ball, if they can't get open, if they can't read the defense – so that's how I build it. But what, guess what? People do not like that. It's very difficult because people in most of the business world, that's not how it works. Yeah. So you want to hire, it sounds like you want to hire people that when they come in, uh, they can learn the plays and run them and you, you are counting on them to catch the ball and to move the ball down court and all that stuff. How, in that analogy you used, how are you, how you are you coaching people? How are you coaching people in practice right now? And how, what's the playbook y'all have for people to get ramped up quickly? Oh, ramped up quickly. Uh, Brady does most of the onboarding and she's a process fiend. Um, so, uh, she breaks it down over, I don't know, maybe three months and obviously depending on the role, right? So sales is different than, than my admin, which is different than marketing, you know, um, which is, yeah. So based on all of that, she has a whole process. One, we teach you the, the tools. So the, 
you know, whether it's outreach or, or Salesforce, whatever. So we teach you and get you in all the foundational elements. Then we define your job for you. Then we put you in situations to start doing little chunks of the job or following people or watching people sell. And so we, we sort of structure it that over a 90 day, 30, 30 to 90 day period, we embed you more and more into the system and give you more and more responsibility and let you run on your own. But a lot of that is also expecting you to, to understand how you're going to do it. Like we have people build a plan. How are you going to do it? You go build that plan. So Okay. Um, so once they're onboarded fully um, on the administrative side of things, you know, you, it sounds like there's a couple of weeks where they're doing trainings or getting coaching. Like how are you guys going about that skill training and coaching so that when they go out there, and, you know, they're on their own, you're confident that, you know, they're, they're going to crush it and you're giving them the playbook to run off of. Like, are you guys doing, does that look like meetings that you're, you're yeah, adding them in a role? Yeah, like, yeah. That look meetings, like? meetings. Uh-huh. Are, are they coming into, um, like, what meetings are they coming into? Like. I thought I answered it. So we'll start with, they'll come to a meeting where they learn how Salesforce works. We'll get logged into Salesforce. We'll walk them through the sales process. We'll walk them through noted analytics. Then they'll come to another sales meeting and we'll get them all set up for HR. And then they'll come to another sales meeting and they'll get us. Uh, uh, we'll teach them what the GSIT is, goals, strategy, tactics, initiatives, right? Then we'll set, set something out, take your first shot at it. Then there'll come another meeting to go over their initiatives. Wait, Brady says, everyone loves the idea of being able to Try their ideas, but most have never. Okay, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Side. So yeah. So we have a list of stuff that we believe that they need to know, experience, get logged on to, and then meetings will be set up through the entire onboarding process to get them up to par. Gallup shares that that seventy percent of someone's engagement and ultimate performance on a team is directly tied to the relationship they have with their leader and the coaching they're getting in that relationship in light of how they're wired. Okay, I agree with that. Do you, do you prescribe to that? Yeah. Yep. How are how are you how are you or Brady? You shared that you you know some people report to go to you, some people go to her. There's a mixed communication there. How are and, and then you shared the onboarding of all the administrative stuff that you guys do, get them on Salesforce, you know, payroll, all that kind of stuff. But once they're fully ramped up with those tools and things, how are you doing ongoing coaching and development if you believe that 70% of their engagement is tied to that relationship that you have with them? Yeah, so so that's a great question. And, and I'm going to throw you a bone. Now, you're asking a lot of process questions right now, and you are approximately five, mi 10 minutes in. You're approximately yeah, you're approximately 10 minutes in and you've asked a lot of process questions. So you haven't found a problem. This is what salespeople do. You start asking all these process questions. How do I do this? How do I do this? How do I... And you don't get me exploring problems. So I'm going to answer your question, but if you don't get me exploring problems. Yeah, I can, I can, I can redirect. Yep. Okay. So the answer to your question is, and the bone I'm going to throw you is from an execution standpoint, we're not as good at this as we should be, but we're still fairly decent because we're a small company. We have a management or coaching process, okay? It's called uh, observe, describe, prescribe, which means our job is to observe the people that worked with us, see what they're doing, see how they're doing their job, see how they're executing against their job, see how they're engaged with the other boys. We watch them do their job, the observe piece. Then we get with them when we describe what we've seen, okay? We describe you did this well, um, you're doing this, you're doing that, blah, 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 blah. And then we prescribe alternatives to help them do their job better. So in my case, for instance, most of it, um, 
<laughs> Bryce is calm like a stone cold killer. That's good, right? Most of because we're small, most of our our um, our coaching is done um, asynchronous. So particularly like I you know I coach the sales team more than anybody else, right? So because I'm in, interacting with them, because I use Node Analytics and Node Analytics lets me see how they're doing the job and how opportunities get into the system, et cetera. I coach them immediately, whether it be on the deals, whether it be on their performance, whether it be on their um, long-term growth goals. So it's very asynchronous for me. Brady's a little more structured. Now, I guess he's pretty asynchronous as well, now that I think about it, because we work so into in in. Uh, we're always talking and engaging with each other. There's lots of observable moments and there's lots of opportunities to coach. Yeah. It's zooming out a little bit then. Um, you shared that the, the accountability right now is the biggest pain point that people don't want to be held accountable. Am I barking up the right tree there? Yeah. Um, what is happening in the business due to a lack of people wanting to be held accountable and what do you feel like is causing that i think so when p it's it's really interesting that's an interesting question our turnover happens in the first 90 to 120 days every time and it happens because they crumble under the pressure of being able to handle and be accountable to themselves those who stay in that first 90 to 120 days they have a shaky moment and we, and through the observe, observe, describe, prescribe environment, we give them our feedback and they take it and they adjust, they take it, they adjust, they struggle and boom, they come out the backside like a flower. Like literally the people who get past that period of time where they learn to be accountable for themselves. They learn to realize that no one's coming. They learn to build their own approaches and methods. They look, cause look, we hire expertise. We're not hiring people fresh out of college. You have to teach them how to do everything. We're hiring people who say they're already salespeople. We're hiring people who say they're already trainers. We're hiring people who say they're already marketers, right? So we expect them to be able to do their job. So if they come out the backside, they're like gappers for life, man. They're ASGers for life. They freaking love the organization. They get excited about the organization, et cetera. They don't. They're very upset and frustrated. Eh, not always, but they're just frustrated. Like, this isn't for me. I'm not going to make it, blah, blah, blah. So there's your answer. <clears throat> Okay. And how many people in the first 90 days are not moving through? We're too small. We don't hire that many. Come on, man. Now you got to be thinking. I just told you I'm like nine people plus no analytics. I mean, think, think, think. We don't, we don't hire that many people. Yeah. Um, how are you measuring the effectiveness? Like, okay. You said that when people come on through the 90 days, you don't hire a lot of people that often. Um, oh, people sorry. You asked another question. Sorry. You should have held me accountable. You asked me, um, how are you, you measure? No, before that you said, um, uh, oh shoot. I just remembered you asked me, oh, what the problem what's causing? What's causing, what's causing it? it? Yes. Very good. That's what's causing it. It's our hiring. We're not putting enough attention and we're not paying en enough attention to who we're hiring and we're not doing a good enough job to get them to actually understand what the freedom box looks like. Okay. So the lack of accountability problem that you mentioned is only on the front end when people are coming through the first 90 days. Once they make it through the 90 days and it's a breakthrough, you've now kept people who do want to be held accountable and who do like the freedom model. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are, and how are you measuring like those people moving forward as far as like their effectiveness on the team, their performance, 
through the like, freedom box. I told you through, we the, just, free, through, the, through freedom the freedom box. box. Yeah, we just did a QB. We have a thing called what's your job. So when we have conversations with everybody, whether it's monthly or or asynchronously or on the quarterly QBRs, it's what's your job. Everything's measured against what is your job? Are you delivering on your job? One of the things we do here that we spend a lot of time on is making sure that there is nobody doing a job that can't be quantified. Now, a lot of people listening are going to get a little upset or pissed off because what I'm about to say, but here's the deal. I don't view people from a pay perspective any different than a piece of software or a tool, right? If I bought a car and that car only started 75% of the time, I don't care if it's a Porsche or not. I'm not going to be happy, am I? Right. Same thing with a with a person. If I hire you to be my marketing person and you only hit my marketing numbers 60 percent of the time, I may love you to death and fucking drink beers with you, but I am not getting my return on investment. So I have no fucking time for that. Do you see what I'm saying? So that's how we treat people here. Now, in order to treat people like that, you have to give them all the freedom in the world to make their own choices. Right. So we do that. So the way we measure it once they're on is we measure it against your job. Everybody knows what they are. They know what they are quarterly. They know what they are monthly. They know what they are yearly. And so we measure against the job. Once we know how you're doing against the job, if you're doing great, we leave you alone. It's a great job. Well done. What can you need from us? Do you have everything you need? I ask that question a lot. Do you have everything you need to do your job? Yes. Great. Have at it. So that's how we manage it. And then we literally, I told you right before this call started, I just ended our Q1 QBR. Everybody announced what they did. Did they make it? Did they not? What did they learn? What worked? What didn't? What are you going to do next quarter? We all did that. We know everybody sits. Yeah. I I hear you. One of the one of the things that um, I would just want to get alignment on you in kind of this conversation is, do you believe that when we develop and equip our people, and in this case, um, even Brady as, as so I'm going to let you ask that question in a second, but I'm going to bail you out in a minute because you're off track. Now, who's Holly? Yeah. Is she your manager? Holly, uh, she, she's one of my leaders. Okay, Holly, I love where you're going, but you're old school girl. She just went out and said, turnover cost at a minimum six months of the person's salary. Yeah, no shit. I know that. But that's not the problem I have, right? So you have to find out what problem I have. So I don't want the turnover. She's right. But to throw that stat out does nothing because you asked a really good question, and that's what's causing it. It's causing it is we believe before they get hired, right? And and we and we can't help you with that part. Exactly. So I've got to redirect, or exactly. at some point I've got to say, Keenan, we're not a good fit. Keep crushing it. Yes, <laughs> you know. So let's let's end the, the call. Problem. So yeah. you spent a lot of time going into process. So everybody listens, right? Because now he's past his fifteen minutes. Now we're in coaching time. I'm gonna let you keep going, but we're in coaching time. Yeah, yeah. This is what salespeople do all the time. They get stuck in how we do shit, how we coaching, what is our processes, how do we engage people? You so, kind of went to the idea of you know um, of people leaving, but you kind of went back to how, and then you were about to tell me some stat about something. You need to ask yourself, what problem does leader solve? You must have three or four business problems you solve. What are they? Yeah, uh, improving employee engagement. I heard right there. Stop. Nope. Sorry, bro. Everybody listening. And I see some names who've been on here for a while. I have said this 10 bazillion, gazillion, trillion times. Say, when I ask what problem do you solve and you speak to an outcome or a solution, you have not addressed the problem. A problem is something that exists 
today, not something you deliver on tomorrow. So, so would low productivity be would low productivity of employees be a problem? Okay. Yes. If you say I, I just need to re inverse that. Uh, uh, high cost of turnover problem. Um, bad glass One hundred percent. Bad glass store ratings. Is Wait, a say that problem. last one again. Wait, what? Um, may not be relevant to you, but bad glass store ratings would be a problem. Yes, yes, um, no, yes. No visibility for you into the team's health and, and how they're performing and accountability pieces is a problem. Okay, like, so wait, so 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 that's good. Yes, glass store would be a problem. No, I'm helping you out. Yeah, the yeah. The one you said a second ago about no visibility, that's a root cause. That's a root cause that goes back to one of those problems you just said before. So okay. two of these problems is low productivity, right? High turnover resonated with you. Uh, and high to yes, high turnover. Yep, yep, yep. And what was the other one you said? Um, uh, you said visibility, uh, uh, turnover. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You said that's oh, uh, unhealthy culture, bad culture. Okay. Yep. Now, how would you define yep. an, uh, what? But now that I think, that, yeah, we have a way to define it. But I, I would be asking you, how do you measure? You know, what's the health of your your team? How do you measure? Uh, you know, the culture and the health and like what? But you know that. I would be digging in with you of like how you're going about that. Okay. And then you would probably be on your back, but like, I don't know how to measure that other than what I'm hearing through the grapevine. And then I would say, well, if you don't know what's going on, how is that, what are the ripple effects that's having on your team and how are you able to, you know, and we can kind of get into it. So, so if you go back to bad culture, that's also a root cause. So you have two root causes right now, right? You have lack of visibility and then the bad culture, the way you demonstrate bad culture is what low employee, internal employee satisfaction, High turnover, right? See what I'm doing here. So, so there's another business problem you could say you solve is low employee, uh, low employee satisfaction. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, how many yeah. did you write them down? So, how many do we have right now? Low employee satisfaction, high, high turnover, turnover, low, low productivity. productivity. So, yeah. in that one, we could probably call not meeting your performance goals. So, from that one, yeah. you can make slash not meeting all your performance goals. And what was the other one? Um, glass door. Oh yeah, poor glass door reviews. Yes, yes. So or you could yeah. also call that poor brand recognition, but yes, glass door is an example of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm taking some notes. That's good. Okay, so now, so, what, oops, sorry. So now what you do is if you have those five, and I hope Holly's paying attention because she's going to have to coach you to this, right? If you now have a conversation, you should have went to one of those early, right? Yeah. You, you, Yep. Yeah, I was trying to go. I was trying to ask about turnover stuff, but it, it sounds like you don't hire enough pe people for that to be really a problem. So that one's all out of the out of the loop. Good. Low glass door ratings. I didn't go because I looked at it. You don't have any glass door ratings, I don't think. Good, good. <laughs> so that's that's, too that's out of the case. Uh, low productivity. It sounds like you're driving performance like no other. So, um, I, you know, I I have more questions maybe around that. But yep. It sounds like the people that make it through are like freaking rock stars, is what you're telling. Mm -hmm. um, because they made it through the, the you know boot camp of Keenan, and then the last one was not meeting performance goals, which could be an accountability thing that we could go into. Th those yep. are my thoughts. Yeah. Yep. So I think I think there's two half areas that you could have dug deeper, right? One, not meeting performance goals, you could have dug deeper there, right? And also, I think you could have dug dug deeper on that last one. What was it again? You called it. Um, 
the uh, not meeting performance goal, goals, low productivity, poor glass floor rating, high turnover. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I think you, you sort of combine the performance goals and in, 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 uh, uh, in productivity, right? So you might have yeah. been able to ask some more questions around that, right? So you might have asked, okay, what are you doing to track? Now, I don't know what your product does. I haven't seen it. But based on what you think your product does, you might have been able to ask some questions about um, – are there areas within the process or could you walk me through the process when someone's not being accountable, right? What do you do to either document that? What do you do to help them see what you're trying to do? Like you could have walked through some very specific. But to your point, that's a process question. And I need to get back to uncovering the problem that you would have. So you're saying once I find that problem, go into those process questions, but how would I, or be a recommendation on the finding your problem when it comes to those other two pieces that you might have a, Yes. So, or you know that X, Y, Z creates a problem, a like, so I know, watch this. I know the process of reading the defense wrong or better yet, not being able to see the linebacker drop into the, into the slot position right after the snap leads to a higher interception rate. Yes. Right. So I know those two correlate. So rather than just asking big, broad process questions, I might ask the questions, hey, on traditional second, third downs, when you're looking at dime defense, do you find that the quarterback has a tendency to miss what the linebacker is doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that happens, do you find that your interception rate goes up by X percent or you throw more interceptions? Damn straight, yes. It's driving us crazy. Guess what you just did? See what I did there? Yeah. I know these process questions or these process failures lead to this problem. So I am going to ask the questions to see if I can get you to see if you have that problem. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah, you're you're a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you wrote the wrote the methodology or something. It's it's wild. I know it's crazy, right? It's crazy. So here's my two cents. Now I'm gonna let you. I'm going to let you go on and talk to Brady, but you need to be prepared. Okay. But I'm going to tell you what I think. Yeah. I think that there might be some value to your offering. If we were bigger, we um, hired more people um, and our business and we, and we had, yeah, we just had bigger and had more people and we had, we hired yeah. more people. I yeah. think an organization of our size currently even if your product works really well, just is too small to maximize the value. Yeah, your, pro your problem's not big enough at current state to get value out of it. Where in where I could have gone into, and I was saving that for future state, but go into, hey, what does the next couple of years look like for growth goals and, and the amount of people you're going to hire? And are you setting your systems up for place for that growth? But I, yeah, we didn't get there. So I, I, I align with you on that, that your your problem might not be big enough. But if you do plan to double, you know, in the next couple of years, uh, next year, oh, yeah. I would love to hear what that, that you know, <laughs> what your take is there. But we, we might be able to help serve you on that process. The plan upward. is to double. Now, the biggest part of our growth is coming from our um, um, certified trainers. So we have we've made a business decision that we are not going to hire five, 10, 20, 30 trainers internally, but we're actually licensing the gap selling approach and method. We train them ourselves. They go into the market. So technically speaking, they're under the umbrella, but they're all independent. They manage themselves. They take care of themselves. So I see. 
So, yes. So as we grow, it'll be more from an operational standpoint to support all of those people in the field. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to make this up. We could have a team of 50 people in five, six years, but 30 of them are independent contractors out there doing the other 20 internally are just the operating staff to make sure they're wildly successful. Right. Absolutely. And if I, you know, I business owner in a past life, like I would want to replicate Brady's, you know, everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as you guys scale up. And so that's, a, you know, having a system or having a framework, you know, that you can live out the framework that you currently have, but actually put it in a, in a platform to help these new people that are joining live out with their teams, I think could be a value. It says I'm unstable internet connection. Probably I'm just unstable and I'm- I hear you fine. Computer. You got me? I hear you fine, yeah. So here's, here's an angle you might want to take if I'm selling you with Brady, right? We talked about the difficulty that people have with our freedom culture, okay? Brady said something a minute ago. Um, let me see, hold on, way to go. She said, yes, yeah, so many salespeople go to the process. Oh, no, that's not it. She said something about him struggling. Um, anyways, doesn't matter. I would, I would, I would spend some time talking with her and seeing if we're doing anything wrong to help people embrace that culture, right? So we believe, and we're trying like bandits to make people successful in that environment. And when they're not, we chalk it up to, well, they just can't handle the, the pressure of accountability. There may be something we're doing wrong in that process that you can fix. I don't know, right? Yeah. I don't know. And depending on the price of your, your offering and depending on the complexity of making it work, that might be a big enough problem for us to, to give it a shot. But I think you, if you want to talk to Brady for 30 minutes and change some of the questions you're asking and dig in deeper um, around some of that stuff, I think you've earned it, right? Yeah. I'm not sure we're a fit, to be honest with you, but I think we've earned it. I mean, you've yeah. earned it. Well, I appreciate that. And yeah, I think there's probably some value in digging into the current framework of bringing people through the, like into the culture. Like, is that, is the, the freedom model, is that the best way to serve you guys? Do you believe moving yes. forward? Yes. You do? Yes. Okay. Yes. Someone okay. asked here, maybe you have the wrong model or system. Listen, this is why I work for myself. Okay. I, 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 when I believe something, I stand behind it and it, it would take a, I'm not saying never, I never say never, but it would take a monumental force to make me believe that there is a better structure than the full empowerment of people. Like I I believe that is the only model that works, the full empowerment. What I'm struggling with or the battle for my organization is how many organizations truly in the rest of the world treat you with full empowerment. They don't. From the day we go to school all the way to almost all the jobs we have, they really constrict your level of freedom of thinking. They constrict your empowerment, right? And so people are taught and have learned that they are safe in that environment. I didn't, it wasn't my idea. I wasn't told to do it. I'm just going to do it enough to do that, that, that they think I'm doing a good job and I'm meeting their expectations and I'm yeah. safe. A fully accountable environment where it's basically a bunch of little entrepreneurs running where, everywhere to a lot of people is not safe. They don't like the idea that they're under a spotlight. They don't like the idea that they have to tell people when they're not meeting their numbers. They don't like the idea of having to pick their numbers because if they fail at their numbers and everybody sees them, that's hard for a lot of people. Yeah. So yeah, you ain't going to get me to change the culture. Yeah. So then it's, it's living that out as you guys continue to scale and, and implementing the freedom model across the teams and holding people accountable to those outcomes, but also developing and, and equipping them to 
hit those outcomes that you guys yeah. desire yeah. because people want to be developed. We believe, we believe that people, you know, want to performance as a business owner, that's, you know, productivity outcomes, all those things, but people also want to be in a place where they feel it's my, I, you can disagree, but they want to be in a place where they feel like they're supported by their leaders. But I already, and they have you a place already know that I believe yeah. that. Cause what yeah. did I tell you? How many people do you talk to actually have an actual coaching framework? How many organizations? Uh, they have a makeshift one. Everyone does it differently. Every every manager on their team does it differently. Yeah, but I part. told you what ours is. What is ours? Yeah, uh, it's the freedom model. So do I? Do no, I it's people? not. No, it's not. What is our coaching? See, I told you we actually have a coaching framework. I said that. Oh, I missed that. Oh, that's a shame. No. When uh, I tell you, you're going to be like, yeah, I remember. What is it? Uh, I probably will when, when you tell me. I, I said we have a very specific quick. coaching model. Observe describe, prescribe, right? So then we, um, so what the idea is you watch them do something, then you describe what you see, right? Then you um, uh, uh, describe something else. I mean, prescribe something else, right? Then they have to, then you have to see, did they uh, acknowledge it, right? Did they embrace it? Did they understand it. And then they, can they perform it, apply it, absorb and apply. Can they, did they absorb what you said? And then they apply in it. Then you watch them and you watch, rinse, repeat. So very important to listen. So we have a very specific man um, coaching approach. Very specific. That 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 helped. That jogs my memory. Yeah. Do do I hear that people have that uh, often on calls? No. Okay. So the reason That's I brought that up is you started preaching to me, telling don't tell the importance. Ask. You gotta ask. Yes, you were preaching to me the importance of of feedback and the importance of developing people. You wouldn't, shouldn't have to do that if you know we've literally built a coaching process, observe, describe, prescribe, absorb, and apply, then we must already be on the same page, right? Yeah, you already have that that belief. Yeah, so, you, so you're selling me on yeah. something I'm already believing, yeah. so what you got to find out is where am I failing? So um, with Love that, it. I'm going to let you go, but here's this also, Thanks, Holly, 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 Holly. She said she answered the question the same way you do about the problem. And she said something about we empower people to grow because of leaders, some tagline bullshit. Guys, go do a pick. Go into the book gap selling. Go get the pick, problem identification chart, and build on the problems, right? Go find the problems you saw. But I think we found them. I think you only solved those four problems, and that's it. Yeah. So if yeah. someone doesn't have one of those problems, you can't sell to them. Mm -hmm. All right. We got some work to do, Kanan. Appreciate it. That's all right, baby. But look, you got Brady on the, you got a chance with Brady. So set cool. time up with her, see what we'll she thinks. Up. And awesome. um, dude, I'm proud Thanks of you. Look, you did, you did a fairly it. decent job. You did a fairly decent job. Appreciate that. Okay. Thanks, man. I watch this real quick. What's the one thing you got to do different? Uh, uh, ask, don't tell. Okay, I'll and go with that. Listen. Okay, but there's one listen. big one, one gap sell thing you didn't uh, do. Well, well I got, got to go straight to problem and not to process. Oh, faster. Beautiful, baby. Come on. Well Thanks, man. It was All awesome. Right, Good luck to you. Appreciate it. Hey, more people need to do this. There yes. you go. Oh, yes. Next person. Yeah. Yes. Come Absolutely. On. All right, baby. Good luck. All right. Thanks, man. See Peace. You. All right, everybody. I like doing these. I don't get to do them enough. I like doing these. So give Bryce some love. He did a good job. Um, look, he put in the effort. His, his, he was, how do I say this? He was um, tracking in the right direction. Very rarely does someone going to nail these out of the out of the gate. So I was proud of the effort he put in. He he didn't do all the stupid stuff a lot of other people did. 
So um, I got to be semi-nice to the guy, right? And he earned himself a shot to talk to Brady and, and go a little deeper and see if this is something that we, that we could use. I'm not sure there is. I think he, he got it towards the end. The problem just isn't big enough for the size of this organization. I don't think we fit their ICP. I could be wrong, but uh, there you have it. And for everybody else listening and for you, Holly, as well, take a minute to ask yourself what problem or problems does your product or service solve? And if you start with, we help companies do blah, 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 we accelerate blah, blah. If it starts with some bullshit that drives you to the future, you're off. But if it starts with, we help companies who are struggling with, we help companies who are unable to, we help companies who are experiencing negative, now you're in the right direction. Okay? It's about where they currently, the current problems they have today. That's what y'all fix. So with that, thanks for coming. If you want to gap sell me, DM me on LinkedIn at Keenan. DM me. I will get you on the show. And if you have a product or service that can solve one of our problems, if you can find a problem that I have or we have at ASG and you can solve it, we'll buy it. If not, you get my coaching. So it's a win-win. Oh, with that, we'll get it to I forgot to announce. Bryce, I hope you're paying attention. You get a free access to Gap Sell Online Training. Um, Gap Selling Online Training, it's free. Brady will get it to you or someone will get it to you. Sorry about that. So if anybody comes on this show as a consolation prize, we will give you free access to Gap Selling Online Training. All right? So with everybody, mad love. You know what I'm going to say until next time. Peace. I'm out.